Welcome to That's the Word, Wholesome Tales from the Whole Family. I'm Father James Yamauchi. Today's story, The Men Who Forged Their Own Medal. It was another day at the office, and Thomas sat down in his desk with a hot cup of coffee. A folder had been delivered overnight with a new assignment. Thomas was well known to all in his profession and to those in government and military circles. Anyone familiar with the history of American sculpting would recognize his name that was etched in his most famous work, The Tomb of the Unknown Soldier. He had gone on to design numerous military medals, including the World War II Victory Medal, Women's Army Corps Service Medal, Army of Occupation Medal, and the National Defense Service Medal. Now as he combed through the documents related to his latest assignment, Thomas knew that this medal would be the most prestigious he had ever designed. Thomas was charged with the creation of a military medal specifically authorized by Congress for four officers who had already been awarded the Purple Heart and the Distinguished Medal of Service. Congress had even designated the day on the calendar to the honor of these four men, and the post office had issued a commemorative stamp in their honor. Attempts had been made to award these officers the Medal of Honor, but the heroic actions of the officers did not technically take place under fire and during combat with the enemy. To circumvent this technicality, Thomas had been commissioned to design a new medal with the same weight and importance as the Medal of Honor. Thomas poured through the material in the folder. These four officers had all answered the call to serve in World War II following the bombing at Pearl Harbor and first met each other at an army camp in Massachusetts. They were disappointed with their first assignment, serving in the airfields and installations of Greenland. They boarded an army transport ship along with 916 others for the treacherous trip across the North Atlantic. On a cold and dark February night, 150 miles from their destination, their ship would be torpedoed by a German U-boat. Less than 20 minutes after impact, the ship would slip beneath the Atlantic's icy waters. Only 230 men would survive and live to tell of the heroism of the four officers. After the ship was torpedoed, the four officers had dispersed among the soldiers, calming those who were frightened tending wounds, and guiding those disoriented to safety in the frigid night air. They managed to open a storage locker of life jackets and distributed them to the men. When there were no more life jackets, the four men sacrificed their own life jackets to give to four frightened young sailors. When a sailor tried to re-enter his cabin to retrieve his gloves, one of the officers stopped the young man, and when the sailor explained his reason, the response came, Never mind, 
I have two pairs. The sailor took the gloves hastily, never stopping to think until he had reached safety that there was not a second pair of gloves. The most memorable moment for the survivors was the final minutes of the ship's existence. Amid the screams of pain and horror, the voices of the four officers were heard as their arms were linked together, braced against the railings, praying, singing, and providing strength to one another. It was, recounted one eyewitness, the finest thing I have ever seen this side of heaven. The ship disappeared beneath the waters of the Atlantic, taking the four officers and 686 men to their grave. Nearly 18 years after the death of the four officers, their relatives gathered for an award ceremony at an army installation in Virginia. The Secretary of the Army was present, as well as the new medals that had been designed by Thomas. On one side of the medal was an eagle, with elevated wings clutching two olive branches, symbol of peace and renaissance. On the reverse side was an open book with the names of the four officers. Above the left side of the book, a cross is shown, and above the right side are shown the tablets of Moses and the Star of David. The medal's ribbon bore the same color as the Medal of Honor, representing courage above and beyond the call of duty. The medal has only been given at one ceremony, awarded posthumously to the next akin to four United States officers, the four men who laid down their lives in that cold, sinking ship the four men for whose heroic actions Congress designated every February 3rd in their honor and struck a new medal equal in rank to the Medal of Honor, Methodist Minister Lieutenant George L. Fox, Jewish Rabbi Lieutenant Alexander D. Good, Dutch Reformed Minister Lieutenant Clark V. Pauling, and Catholic Priest Lieutenant John P. Washington, four men known collectively as the Four Chaplains. And for this week, that's the word. If you are listening to this podcast the day it is released, today is Four Chaplains Day. So let's make sure we honor the Four Chaplains in our thoughts and our prayers this day. And another interesting point of fact is that our inspiration for this podcast is taken from the style that Paul Harvey adopted for his show. And it was interesting to find out that Paul Harvey attended the ceremony in which the Four Chaplains Medal was awarded to the family members of the Four Chaplains.